It is Monday, February 2021. The time is approximately 14 hours, 38 minutes into the day. And I'm currently in Portland, Oregon, United States of America. So here's the deal. I'm going to start a 30-minute timer and... Once that 30 minutes is up, whatever idea I'm on, if I'm still on one, I wrap it up. Okay. Uh, Going to turn off the light and then hit the start time and then we're off. And... Every time that I come in here to sit down and record something, I have all these ideas in my head about things I would be fine talking about or things that are just kind of like taking up a lot of space mentally right now. Um, And then I sit down and then it's like officially time to start recording. And then I I, I don't know what it is that I want to (laughs) say because part of it is because there's so much to say and then a part of it is also because like I I'm in this place of like well what what do I have to say that really adds anything for anyone you know um do the things that I really want to say do they hold any value or worth um not just with my own self but like with the you know world I guess (laughs) like what is it that I have to offer to anything that's worth me offering it, you know, like, I don't want to just be taking up space and taking up people's time. So I always wonder, like, what is it that I want to say? And I don't know. I, I, I find myself in a place of like limbo, really. It's, it's limbo here. Um, hence why I, I, I feel it's, it's days like these and I'm like, yeah, like this is very much a purgatory, um, which is fascinating. And the more I, I like allow that idea to settle in, it's like, it, it's not as absurd. It's not as scary or unknown even, you know, it's like, it, it, it I get more comfortable with it every time of like, yeah, like this is where I'm at right now. Um, you know, it, it, it's not forever. And I think that's the lesson. I mean, obviously it's one of the many lessons that we learn in our lifetimes. Um, but the idea of really understanding and respecting the fact that nothing lasts forever, um, you know, that's very much an opposite of a lot of like well-known spiritual teachings, you know, where like there is this concept of forever and infinity and, um, you know, I keep thinking about how I saw this thing where it was talking about like, when we think of infinity, we think of a space larger than ourselves, you know, spanning 
galaxies and spanning even the concept of time itself. You know, we think massive, we think big, we think vast. Infinity is also found within, like, the smaller you go and the, the, the more introspective you get. Like, you know, it, it's like the idea of fractions. You can always split something in half and then you can always split that in half and you can always get to a smaller piece on an infinite scale. So infinity is both vast and microscopic, you know? And I've, I feel myself... Like, I've always, con- like, thought of infinity as, like, something bigger than myself. And only recently in my life have I thought more about how the infinite resides within me. Um, and, and what does that actually mean, you know, on, on, on many different levels from the physical and kind of surface level, like, well, logistically, like, what does this mean? does this serve me how how can i use this to help serve others um you know like those types of thoughts and then it gets to other levels of like you know what what is it to be able to ask yourself like anything you know because when you think about it we're just specks of the universe like interpreting itself for itself and talking to itself um it's it's such a vast thing that's really just a big singular entity um you know and, and same goes the, the other direction when you dive deeper in and you get smaller and smaller like the smaller you get the closer you are to like what everything actually is um yeah i know talk about a stony baloney ramble but that's what it is right um i don't have to be apologetic I remember, so two years ago for New Year's, my word for the following year. So my word for 2019 was unapologetic. And that year I'd like, it was, it was odd. That year I had a lot of fun and I also experienced a lot of like heaviness and sadness, you know, um, it's interesting looking back it's like that was kind of my um wake up moment of like a new threshold you know like like wow like these are some epic highs and also like some epic lows too like that really just made me appreciate and respect and understand a little bit better the the, the spectrum of like what the universe is and what it offers you and what it creates with you and what you create with it. Like, you know, I, I experienced a lot of really wonderful moments. And then I also experienced a lot of moments that were very depressing and very sad and very deflating and defeating. And, and I felt like I wanted to just crumble up into a tiny speck of dust and like blow away off into the wind, like never to be seen or found or felt again by anybody. And that's where I was in 2019 also 2019 like I was hamming it up you know I was having fun I was meeting new people I was traveling still I was you know still fresh out of um having a full-time gig and I was still experiencing that high of like wow like I I'm able to go back to a life where I can follow my intuition and go where it leads me and I'm not obligated to 
stick to a set schedule for the rest of my life. You know, I, I'm not talking down on, um, that type of lifestyle. I'm just saying that, like, I think it's a balance. You have to be able to give yourself schedule and, and time and be consistent. And you also have to give yourself a lot of freedom, uh, and leave room for a lot of play. But anyways, you know, I, I, I was doing my best to live unapologetically, you know, and, um, then the following year, last year, 2020, my word for the year was resilient. And again, like, I very much experienced that level of um, having to having, having to regain your shape after being folded and twisted and, and broken and ripped. And like, you know, because like resilience is... It's, it's not that you're indestructible necessarily. It just means that no matter what, you you are able to pull yourself back together, you know? Um, no matter what happens, no matter what happens to you, around you, within you, above you, beyond you, like, no matter what you choose to do and no matter what is chosen for you, like, you are able to survive and make it through and get out on the other side of all things. Um, and that was a big lesson that, like, obviously I'm still learning and still trying to understand. Um, I don't think it's one of those things you ever fully understand, you know. I, I would say, like, all the main life lessons are what I consider to be main life lessons. Like, you don't learn them. You know, it's not like, oh, check check the box. You know, it's it's an ongoing thing and until you leave this plane and go to whatever's next, if there is something next. And, um, you know, so... Last year, we were all very much pushed into having to be resilient. We had no choice, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like I embodied that word for the most part. And now this year, with the word of intrepidity, being intrepid, being brave, courageous, um, it doesn't necessarily mean fearless, you know. And I, that's something I, I've often kind of thought about is like we have this narrative or not necessarily narrative, but we have this like ideology, I guess, of, um, you know, we have to be fearless. And it's like, well, no, th fear serves a very important purpose. Fear is something that isn't negative nor positive. It's just an experience. And depending on how that experience is perceived and framed and and digested and interpreted like uh, that experience can be positive you know fear can be a good thing in certain situations so being fearless isn't necessarily the ideal right but being brave on the other hand is to me when you're brave and when you have courage it means you're accepting your fear you are acknowledging that you are afraid of something um yet you choose to go forth anyways. Like to me, that's bigger than being fearless. You know, it's easy to tackle something when the, when the, uh, when the obstacle's removed, you know? What shows someone's true ability and true strength and, and tenacity is, is when there's not just one obstacle, but many, and, and you are constantly having to navigate through them. You know, that's big. 
that's that's what it is like that's one of the things i want to be more of i want to be braver i want to have more courage i want to be able to stand up and like you know truthfully and honestly be whatever it is that i am doing whatever it is that i feel like i should be doing you know without apology you know being um, unapologetic being resilient when others disagree or tear me down or or make it a goal to like undermine or or destroy or get rid of or erase or whatever you know like no matter what i have to be resilient and i i'm i'm wanting to be more brave and you know this is one of those kind of opportunities for me to to try that in different arenas you know like it takes guts to sit down or stand up or whatever it takes guts to do either of those things uh, to begin with uh, but then also to do it into a microphone and to do it without a script and to do it without any kind of plan necessarily and just seeing what tumbles out of your brain and your heart and your stomach and your mouth and just allowing yourself to um, allowing yourself that space to just ramble feel like I'm in this limbo. A lot of unknowns. And yeah, I get it. Like one specific person, place or thing happening shouldn't ever define who you are, or what your life is or what your life is about. It should never define which direction you want to be going. You know, it's just one thing. However, there are these things that happen throughout our lives where it's like, yeah, it's just one thing and it shouldn't determine the direction of my life, yet it somehow feels like it has the energy to do so. Um, I feel like I'm in limbo. It's not bad. It's just like, I, I, like, I feel like I want to move. I want to move forward. I want to let go. Am I truly making the choices and taking the actions that allow me to do so? Or am I clinging to old habits and old perspectives and old ways of existing, uh, which is thus causing me to stay in this current threshold when I'd much prefer to move forward into the next? Um, you know, it, that's what purgatory is. It's the space in which you clear out, you know? And I've got lots of clearing out to do. So like that's just part of the process and I just have to be patient. You know, again, another life lesson that you just are constantly learning, you never fully learn it, is patience. Being patient with yourself, with others, with the world around you, the way it unfolds. Um, still learning how to be patient. Yet I should also acknowledge that I'm a lot more patient than I used to be. So... Um, that I, I know that I'm not, I, I've not mastered the art of patience, you know, I'm just doing my best to 
support myself and to remind myself that like, yeah, it's a long road. It's a never ending road, but still look how much progress you've made on it. It's good. Like keep going. Um, it's hard because those moments can easily trigger this response of like, Oh geez, like, is that arrogant? You know, is it arrogant to be like, yeah, look how far you've come. You know, it's easy to say no, but then it's like also easy to say like, yeah, it is arrogant. Cause like, why does that matter? Cause it doesn't, you know, like, and <sighs> when I talk about it doesn't matter, like it, I, I don't mean that with any disrespect towards anyone or thing. Like when I say it doesn't matter, it's just like, it, it doesn't matter. It's metaphysical. There is no matter to it. You know, there's no literal, there's no physical to it. There are things that I want. There are things that I need. And then there are the things that I have. And there's a whole list of could be's and what ifs. And above all that, I have to remember that the me in all of those is simply just an idea. Ideas change, ideas grow, they shrink, they move, they just float like clouds, taking in what's around them and dropping off other things behind and be like a cloud, just allow yourself to float. And then the other part of my brain is like, no, like, take action, do something, decide. You control your life, right? So am I a cloud? Or am I a captain on a pirate ship? Sailing the seven seas and beyond? Like, which one? Can I be both? Anyways, I feel like I'm going to wrap it up. Look, I... I'm not making any promises right now. <laughs> I can't make promises because what I've learned is like promises turn into absolutes and certainties and definites and absolutes like aren't quite as solid as we think they are. And while I can't promise anything specific, I can tell you that with all honest intentions, I intend to be kind. I intend to be honest and real and compassionate. I intend to be empathetic. I intend to be aware. You know, all these things, I know there are moments where I'm not. And, and that's something I think I just have to continue to work on and I don't know, like I, I'm in this strange middle space where I feel like I'm deciding like, do I want to be part of the world or not? And, 
and I know it doesn't have to be so polarized like that. Like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Like, I can find a balance of being part of the world without having to be louder than it or without feeling like I have to impact it somehow, you know? Because leave no trace. They teach it in scouts, but it's true for life, right? Like, leave no trace. That's how you do good by the universe and the people around you. You know, you don't leave a mess for anyone to have to clean up. Leaving things as you found them, if not better. Although, with that statement, then you start to run into, you know, well, my perspective of better doesn't necessarily line up with yours. So while I think I'm making something better in your eyes, I'm possibly making it worse, you know? So maybe it isn't about leaving, making something better than it was before, because that's all about perspective. Just leave no trace and allow things to be what they are. Allow things to unfold. Listen to your gut. If it says take action, take action. If it says hold back, you hold back. Like, and if you don't know, then gather as much information as you can in the amount of time that you're allowed and hope for the best brace for the worst think about all of the alternate ways in which things can come about but again I'm, who am I to tell anyone what to do or what to think or what to say like this is just what I focus on. I try and focus on. I, I try focusing on um, being quiet, like still being able to say what it is that I want to say, without having to scream it, without having to shout. And yes, I understand that there are a lot of sensitive issues out there, and we should be shouting about them. Absolutely. What I'm talking about is when it comes to my own individual existence. I try not to shout because. It's, it's not for me to determine whether you should listen to me or not, you know. So I just say what it is that I want to say, and I do what it is that I want to do, and I, I do my best to make sure that it's not harming anyone or hurting anyone or hindering. Like, you know, leave no trace. Um, and also make it so that the people behind you have every opportunity that you did, you know. Thank the people before you. Welcome the people after you. I think we can all agree on that, right? Like, imagine that if the entire world understood that all you had to do was just thank the people before you. Welcome the people after you. Obviously, that is only really wonderful when the people before you didn't screw you over or leave you with a bunch of heaping, steaming, festering garbage, you know. Thanking the people before you is fine so long as the people before you didn't fuck shit up to a point where, like, they're like, oh, sorry, passing the buck. And it's like, well, now I'm left holding the bag. Like, that ain't cool. It's not how you treat the people you love. It's not how you welcome new people. Right? 
I don't know, I, I'm sure there's many, many people that are hip to that idea. And, you know, I'm not saying that I'm the first to ever think of it or talk about it. You know, I'm just another one of many. I'm not the first nor the last. I'm not the best, nor am I the worst. I'm just simply another along this constant stream, ever-changing, ever-flowing, constantly in motion, even when I feel like I'm absolutely still. I have to remember that I'm still moving, even when I'm at rest. So I don't have to feel shame or guilt for resting. Perhaps right now, this is my opportunity to rest. Because soon something will come along and it'll totally change the way I live my life and the way I am and the way I exist and the way I perceive myself and the way I go about my daily actions. And that day will come. And until that day comes, the most important things that can ever be said out loud, in my opinion, are the words thank you and the words I love you. So to everyone listening and to everyone that isn't listening, I just want to say thank you and I love you.